the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Sarah Silverman's in the news as she's defending edgy comedy during politically correct times. We are in politically correct times, correct? The headline says something along the lines of, none of my jokes were from a racist place. Now, I don't know what this is talking about. I'm just looking at the headlines. Elsewhere in the headlines, I see Intel's Brian Kersanich is forced out as CEO after a consensual relationship with an employee. Not much else data is there. Intel, you have to say, is probably one of the top 10, top 15 companies in the world. Kersanich had been at the company for almost 40 years. Somewhere along the lines, he violated the company's no fraternization policy, which, again, where I'm really smart at is getting you to retirement. Where I'm really smart at is, you know, getting you started, forgiving you when you make mistakes on money issues, social issues. I don't know. And I don't know his marriage status. I don't know any of that. But I do know um, it's a big headline. So two of the headlines are tied towards the internet and politically sensitive, politically correct, socially correct kind of times. And that's not what we're seeing. That's not a good way to judge where Wall Street should be going. This market is heavily focused on interest rates and the Federal Reserve, what they will do and how far they're going to hike and slow down the cost of money. This market is very interested in trade wars and what will go into effect or not. And this market is very interested in oil. So we're looking for reasons to not like the stock market or the economy. But right now, they're not there. We're getting a little tired, just um, fatigued from all the news. News fatigue coming out about Trump and trade wars. I saw an awesome report where I almost gained respect for President Trump. And then at the same time, I'm like, he should have done that. So there's a report on Newsweek that Donald Trump threw Starburst candies at Angela Merkel. So the G7 gets together. Um, and at one point in time, Trudeau out of Canada, keep in mind, it's Canada, Britain, France, Germany, Italy, and Japan. At one point in time, Angela Merkel kind of follows up with Trudeau. Trudeau referred to Trump as having fits of anger, and Merkel referred to Trump's decision as sobering and a little depressing. And at that point in time, Trump was sitting with his hands crossed, according to Newsweek, not liking that he was being ganged up, agreed to assign the communique, put his hands in his pockets, grabs two Starburst candies, and throws the candies at Angela Merkel and says, here, Angela, don't say I never give you anything. If that's not the epitome, or if that doesn't sum up the dysfunction 
that we have right now on a political level? I don't know what does. Nobody ever told me that politics was going to be so much fun. Even when I'm on vacation, I'm a, I'm a little bit fearful of looking at the news because it's dysfunctional right now. And maybe it is forevermore. Maybe it has been forever since. Starbucks is in the news today saying they're launching two new limited cold foam tea lemonades. Now, I don't expect that to move the needle. Do you? Back in the 1990s, companies were able to come out with press releases and say, you know, hey, we've added a dot com to our story and it would, stock would explode higher. Or, oh, we've, we've, like even last year, you said, you know, if a company said they're going to do business in Bitcoin, the stock would explode higher. And now, not so much. Starbucks doesn't come out with a lot of stuff that moves the needle, but their same source sales data has been very disappointing. So they're trying to offer better for you offerings. And again, you know, everyone's competing for the consumer dollar. When Starbucks is coming up with two new lemonade drinks, McDonald's may be coming up with a 50 cent soda. Netflix stocks price target. Netflix priced target on the stock is moving higher by analyst. So Netflix continues just this incredible stock momentum. One analyst at Raymond James raised his price target by $100 to $465. Said strong momentum in international business and continued growth in the U.S. The analysts can't keep up with the stock price and trying to justify why it's moving higher, justifying whether correct or incorrect. Um, but we're looking now at the company, Netflix, having over 280 million global subscribers by 2024. And we're starting to see more and more credible data that internet consumption of media is going to surpass television consumption of media this year, next year, the year after, depending on what sort of metrics you're looking for. But that's there. Sirius XM stock lower today. I'm doing a little stock talk for you. After Goldman Sachs analyst said, we believe the stock's material year-to-date outperformance up 40% is a whoa moment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the clock. The, the stock has had a great performance. It's up 40%. The market's up 4%. So you can see limited upside to the potential of subscriber and financial estimates over the near term, medium term. Now, Sirius does do some cool stuff if you're a shareholder or not a shareholder, if you're a, a member, a subscriber. You can get pretty cool concerts and things like that, but it's it's expensive. Now, it does have some things like sports. It does have some situations uh, like Howard Stern. I don't know if anyone, CNBC, you know, for sure, some news stations that you can't get typically. But Sirius charges a lot of money for that service, 25, 30 bucks a month. Pretty typical. You can always negotiate it when your contract comes up, but... Sometimes I just don't want to negotiate things. I don't want to be, I don't want to feel cheap. If I'm a valued customer, like you say, I am, make me a valued customer. So anyway, Sirius Satellite Radio stock is lower today because the stock's done so well this year. And that's okay, too. I see a lot of people, you know, panic and give up on a stock the moment it takes a breather. Like, is it, is the, is the run over? Oh, President Trump is looming over a sobbing immigrant child in Time Magazine's latest cover. Probably, again, not as important as it used to be being on the cover of Time or the stories that it could evoke 
but it does show you that that's a big story out there and there's a lot of media fatigue so or at least i feel there's a lot of media fatigue so once upon a time there was a company called movie pass and they kind of disrupted the way we want to see movies with a subscription uh, so we don't feel like every movie's 10 12 15 bucks even if it's a stinker so AMC's come out with their own movie pass. Now, the good news there is competition has truly innovated an idea to make an old old established incumbent come up with a subscription. And I think that should be applauded. And I think that's where capitalism wins. I got a big event coming up, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, June 28th. June 28th, a week from today in the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. It's in Palo Alto. Easy parking, free parking. Registration's $25. You can sign up at Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's all about income and wealth preservation in retirement. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Play at seven. 2018 is going to see the year of the first company worth one trillion dollars. No way. I think this is going to be an interesting year. I think it looks like oil moves higher. It looks like interest rates move slightly higher. I think there will be a push and a rush to push high, real estate higher because some of the new tax laws favor owning real estate as an investment. I know you're saying, sweet, I own real estate. Or you're going, oh, no, I don't own any real estate. I'm never going to own real estate now. Sweet. I was waiting for that pullback. Elsewhere in the world of 2018 and what we can expect, I'm trying to give you kind of my, my outlook, my big predictions, my thoughts on 2018 the internet of things like i was telling you when we last left off i have a nest thermostat i've got a nest uh, smoke detector the smoke detector is 130 bucks and it's expensive because the smoke detector is 10 bucks so that's not in that's not deflationary that's inflationary i'm spending more on smoke detectors but i'm also feeling more connected and for some reason that's important i.e it's been well marketed to me we've witnessed the proliferation of smart speakers smart devices, a lot of do-it-yourself security systems. These are called tied towards the Internet of Things, where we're, we're wiring into our wireless network, or we're dialing into our wireless networks, products that we don't have to, but we are. Google and others are going to follow Amazon and you know really push the smart speaker. I know Google owns Nest, and Nest owns that thermostat company that I was talking about. Um, and during the holiday period, if you bought either a thermostat or a smoke detector, they give you a really cheap $35 Amazon device to kind of compete with Amazon's Echo. And I plugged it in and it's, you know, Google's all about search. Amazon's all about shopping and Siri and Apple are all about music and, and videos, in my opinion. And Google's a little bit, but you get the idea. The smart speaker, smart speaker, speaker's not a word. Speaker's a word. Use English, Rob. The smart speaker market and Apple's Air HomePod will be introduced this year. Are we excited for it? Meh. They've been seen out in the wild. 
2018, Google, the e-commerce giant's chief competitor in the U.S. smart speaker market, is going to launch its own screen-equipped smart speaker. Smart speaker. Smart speaker. So Google's going to come out with a video screen, just like Amazon has a video screen that you can talk to. And there's a commercial out that's like, oh, I'm trapped in the garage. Oh, I got to call my wife. She's back in the bedroom. People shouldn't get trapped in the garage. And if they do, they should die from the weather, in my opinion. Um, that just should be kind of a law of nature. Woo-hoo! But smart speakers and smart video screens uh, are going to come out. So you should go Google YouTube an AT&T commercial from the 1980s that has Tom Selleck in it where AT&T was predicting in the future. And it's pretty fantastic, because now that we're talking about Amazon, Facebook, Google, um, and Apple, and are they monopolies or not, AT&T was in monopoly. And they're like, Tom Selleck, and I'll do my best Tom Selleck voice. One day you'll be on the beach and be able to pick up your phone from your granddaughter. Like, we didn't have wireless phones back in the 80s. Whoa! No way! And AT&T knew that was coming. And they got broken up. Nanny, nanny, nanny. Um, <clears throat> you're going to see companies like Samsung, Facebook, and Baidu. They're all going to come out with smart speakers and smart television screens or screens, video screens that we can call each other on. But Apple's going to be a, a winner. We know that. Google and Amazon, are they going to win over the long term? One of them will. Because there's always going to be an Apple crowd and a, we like the other product crowd. So, so anyway, um, the iPad, the Apple TV, um, uh, their screens and like the face tech time technology, not the FaceTime, but the face unlocking security that's going to be built into iPads in 2018. It's gonna be built into the computers in 2018. That's what Apple does. They standardize in 2018, more than 50 million new smart home devices will ship in the United States alone. That's because these devices are often overpriced. Tech companies really want to get them out as fast as they can. Um, It creates a fragmented ecosystem that they're trying to win a piece of over a long term. And you're like, well, I've already got my thermostat, so I'm just going to stay with this brand. Or I already got my speaker, I'm going to stay with this brand. I already got my television, so I'm going to stay with this brand. So right now there's a big push to get you to buy Internet of Things connected devices. Amazon and Google make it simple for users to incorporate devices like smart light bulbs. I have not bought into the smart light bulb push. I know people who have, and they say it is a game changer. I have not bought into the connected door lock. I still like the old-fashioned key. Call me crazy. Call me maybe. But will I buy into the, the connected door lock? Hell yeah, I will. I know it. You know it. I'm a, I'm a sucker for these things. You had me at hello. Or you had me at okay, Google. Um... So Google, Apple, Amazon, Samsung, they know once they get into the world of your home, it's tough to pull it out. Do you think we're going to go from a wireless speaker to, oh, I'm going to go get the wires and I'm going to run this positive cable into that and I'm going to put the negative cable here and uh, let me send it back to my my subwoofer and back to my amp and it's never going to happen. We get into routines and routines make these companies billions of dollars. Smart speakers, the market's going to stratify based on local languages. That's kind of an interesting thought. Amazon sold over 10 million Echo devices. Google, Microsoft, Sonos, and others have sold millions more. Amazon and Google in particular are looking to leverage their success in the U.S. to grab a share 
of the large digitally savvy markets like China and Western Europe. So you don't even stop to think about that. But like in 2017, Google came out with uh, AirPods, the Bluetooth pods that you could put in your ear, and it could translate languages on the fly. It does a good job, not a great job. So don't forget with Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Google, uh, Sonos, and Apple all trying to get part of the U.S. market, in China and Western Europe, there's different companies. There's companies like T-Mall and Alibaba. Um, Alibaba's got a device called the T-Mall Genie, a smart speaker powered by a Mandarin voice assistant available in its home market. They're building them into grocery stores. They're building them into retail stores. Smart speakers are more than just your home. And some countries are developing uh, domestic players of their own to compete ultimately in the international market with the Amazon, Googles, and Apples. You're going to see a low-power, wide-area network. Low-power, wide-area network. What the heck does that mean? We're going to talk about that after two to three minutes of commercial time. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Talking 2018 and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. One of the things I want to talk about is the markets. We seem to be very focused on trade issues right now. And some of the weakening business confidence that that can have, and some of you know, um, you know, you hear that the president said this, the president said that, and that can either weaken you or embolden you in your political beliefs, right? And the more it happens, maybe the more uh, to the edge you go, either positive or negative. Will rates? Will OPEC raise their production target and sink oil prices, um, or will OPEC manage to keep and things in line. So OPEC, the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, think of the Middle East, get together on a pretty regular basis, and they decide, you know, what do you guys think of oil here at $65 a barrel? Do you want it to go higher or lower? Well, what's the world supply look like? What's the world demand look like? And they kind of manage it. Some people don't like that. It would be as if Intel were to come out and say, we only have 100 semiconductors available this year not cool. So will the Federal Reserve continue to raise interest rates and undercut the bull market? That's a big question. Will OPEC fight oil prices? Big question. Will the strain of every day talking about trade in China and trade and NAFTA, will it start to weigh on confidence? Will the emerging markets worldwide buckle under the pressure of a strengthening dollar? A lot of questions to ponder right now. So be careful. You can get lured into the summertime solstice, the whole thing that goes on where everyone's on vacation and you're deciding to make a big bet, and then you kind of learn that you bet the wrong way. 
Micron delivered an earnings report and fiscal fourth quarter outlook last night that was supportive of the IT sector's outperformance. The they're you know good. Tech is doing well, but it feels a little bit overweighted at this point in time. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Intel's Brian Krasanich is forced out as CEO after a consensual relationship with an employee. Yep, that's one of the big headlines of the day, and I think it's fair to say this isn't the last one, right? I know, I know. GE's in the news again. May, GE may not break up completely, but they will probably announce another spinoff. GE is in a funk. So, company's announcement about its plans for its future have been widely anticipated. So, look for them to try to break up and get value out of the company as much as they can. GE has been a fixture of the Dow Jones Industrial Average since 1907. So, that was a big story this week. <clears throat> Down goes GE. Don't you kind of wish that the Dow Jones Industrial Average would cut GE back, say, what is it, 30? <laughs> Instead of selling low. That's the thing that I hate about the Dow Jones Industrial Average. They seem to buy stocks and add them to the index high, and they seem to kick them out low. So one of the things I started this segment with was about the weight of what's happening on uh, the nation and the the weight uh, W E I G H T. The it, it kind of it, it stresses out a, a stock market. It stresses out you know people. So the trade policy has become a top concern for CFOs. Imagine if you're the CFO of Google or Microsoft or um, any big international company that's got that international presence, and the president could say, you know, hey, sorry, but we're going to put a, a tariff on cell phones. What do you mean? We're making them or selling them or delivering them or what are we talking about? So CFOs don't really know what's coming down the line at this point in time from the president. And that creates an air of darkness, right? And there's four things that move the stock market. The first one is the overall stock market. If it's moving up, it can move up. If it's moving down, it can move down. Then you get into the sector. If tech is moving up, all tech stocks can move up. If tech is moving down, all tech stocks can move down. Then you get into the individual company. How are they doing? Are they growing revenue at 10%, 20%? It can move up. If they're growing revenue at negative 10%, 20%, it can move down. Company-specific issues, right? And then there's the visibility. And that's where the world is moving into a bit of a fog right now with all these trade wars of visibility. And it's one of those things that a lot of people don't like. You know, go put you know, a blindfold on a cat and it'll freak out. It'll be funny. It'll be a good YouTube video. Hopefully it doesn't like you know pop an air mattress or something like that while you're freaking out and torturing your cat, but you get the idea. <laughs> Certainly do. So there's a lot of visibility issues that we do freak out at, and uh, I think it's fair to say you know I get it. I think you do too. Disney has raised their bid for Fox assets to 71.3 billion dollars. That's in the news. And uh, I throw that out in large part because the market's had a great nine-year run. And if you're a company like a Disney and you've been part of that great nine-year run and you're using some of your own stock to buy another company, 
uh, it's literally like, you know, getting power and then using that power or that goodwill, uh, doing a lot of charity work and getting goodwill and using that goodwill to go out and buy another company. So it's pretty smart. But the fear also is, is that we're at a market high when you're at a nine year up market and what can happen with a nine year up market? Well, it can end. Uh, it can run into a president it doesn't like, it could run into a Congress it doesn't like, it could run into trade policies it doesn't like, it could run into a strong dollar, weak dollar, strong oil, weak oil. It'll figure out something at some point in time. And that's all good-ish. Donald Trump is proposing really big tariffs with his really big hands. And the stock market doesn't like it. It's, It's been pretty clear this week. Most of us, you know, who look at the Wall Street for a living intuitively know that free trade is a good thing. We've seen it. But maybe we can't articulate why to you. Um, you know, you, you sit there and you go, well, if everyone has a job in the world, that's good. You know, why hate America when you're busy, you know, hating your boss or, you know, uh, why not travel the world if you're getting a paycheck? So world trade is good, and uh, the whole idea of other countries making our goods goes back to your toys as a kid. When I was uh, very, very young, you know, my toys were all made in Japan, and then they're all made in Taiwan, and they're all made in Vietnam, and they're all made in, um, I don't say South Korea, and then it moves to China, right? Indonesia was in there for a little bit, and on a lot of levels, I'm sure they still are, but you get the idea. So Donald Trump is proposing really big tariffs. So, and, uh, huge, huge. So it's kind of weighing on the market and you could, you could certainly understand. Um, I think you can understand. So I'm giving you that ability to understand. Borrowers are returning to the mortgage market. Mortgage application volume increased 5.1% last week as interest rates have started to move higher. It's created a little bit of volatility. And it's funny because I, I know a lot of mortgage lenders, and one of them says, I say, when are you, when are you busy? And he, they're never busy when rates go sideways. They're busy when rates are falling or going up. It's as if the market's watching that. It's as if you are paying attention. But storm clouds could be building around the housing industry right now. You've started to see some home builders lose a little bit of confidence, but they're still very, very confident. Mortgage applications as tallied by Mortgage Bankers Associations have risen just once since mid-April. And uh, it's, it's I'm mortgaged out at this point in time. And I know a business partner of mine, he said the same exact thing. He's like, hey, can I borrow some money? I'm all mortgaged out. Uh, whether it's a refi or what have you, and I think you get the idea there. Netflix, Netflix stock is in the news today. Netflix stock surges above $400 as three analysts raise their price targets. So on a day when the market is getting beat up a little bit, Netflix is doing a little of the beating up themselves, and they're moving up. So... And uh, let's just say all-time high yet again. And you can see why, you know. Disney's raised their offer for 21st Century Fox. They're so desperate for eyeballs and competing product by 
10 billion over more than they want it to be. That's pretty significant. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Got a little bit of a froggy voice this week. 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar coming up June 28th. That's seven days from today. That's one week from today. Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to even know where to begin. But focusing on just a few essential issues can increase your chance of success. The big event is at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge, June 28th, 630 to 8.30. Uh, great and easy parking. I'll get there around five. If you have a lot of questions that you want to ask beforehand, you can contact us by going to Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and using the code Radio Twenty Five to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW Radio app. So the stock market seems to shrug off a lot of problems for a long period of times. And then out of nowhere, it gets a little bit tripped up. Or sometimes it's a legit trip up, right? Um, The things that carry us higher. Uh, Sometimes we look at it as positive. Sometimes we look at it as negative. Like, you know, oh, China was an upside. Or you have too much reliance on China. It kind of goes like that. It's a little bit on the frustrating side. So taking a look today, <clears throat> you know, some of the top stories, you have a lot of time to think. And again, it's just a market that feels very tired of a trade war talk and how it's getting ratcheted up. And yet still nothing's gone into effect. So a lot of people are concerned. They've created a lot of wealth. One thing I've learned, <laughs> come on, right? People don't like to lose wealth. So on paper, if you look at yourself and see yourself as a paper two millionaire, and the next day you see yourself as a paper 1.8 millionaire, you're like freaked out. So the U.S. and China, I think, will come to some sort of last-minute agreement, as they did in 94 and 96. Even if tariffs take effect on $50 billion in goods, the impact would be relatively modest, equal to about $12.5 billion in tax on consumers, <clears throat> which should be offset by that $75 billion cut in taxes recently. But then again, we start losing some of that upside, too. If you're looking for companies to sit it out in, if you're truly afraid, I'm not. But there are names like Procter Gamble and Coca-Cola and PepsiCo and Philip Morris General Mills, Kroger. So utility stocks like Next Era Energy or Excel Energy. So you're looking for things that are staples or energy. Maybe in the U.S. you're looking for like a telecom play. But they're part of the problem right now. The AT&Ts and the Verizons are out there making acquisitions and bidding up the market. And people get a little bit nervous on that. So... Rising interest rates is a big issue these days, and will they or will they not hurt mortgage demand? And I don't see how it doesn't hurt affordability in any way, shape, or form. So I have some fare tickets I want to give away. You can call in 800-516-1220 to win the fare tickets. It's 800-516-1220. It's the Alameda County Fair, the Alameda County Fair. It's going on now through July 8th. Lots of new rides. 
live horse racing, tasting events, extreme action sports, pig races, the best fair food, the big name concerts. You can learn more information by going to alamedacountyfair.com. That's alamedacountyfair.com. <clears throat> I've been in years past, and it's fun. It's a nice day off. A family four-pack means you don't have to pay to enter. Get there early because you are going to have to pay for parking and you know food and stuff like that. So get there early. 800-516-1220 to win those tickets. Family four-pack to the Alameda County Fair. Winning. Winning. So that's out there. You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminars coming up June 28th, one week from today. You can sign up by going to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Reducing risk with diversification, bond alternatives, portfolio structuring as you near retirement and into retirement, tax-efficient distribution. It's $25 to get in. You can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's RADIO25 if you haven't been before. If you've been more than three times, come on, don't be rude. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't take up someone else's seat. It's Palo Alto Elks Lodge, Palo Alto, uh, Thursday, the 28th, $25. You could use code radio 25, radio 25 to get in for free. So sorry, my voice has been so scratchy this week. Um, it's a little bit on the embarrassing side for me. And I think I honestly said to someone recently in radio, I was like, Hey, I've had a pretty strong voice for most of my career. I think there was one period where I had something like this, but it's more allergy than anything else. So the Supreme Court has decided today that it says the Supreme Court rules state can require Internet sales tax collections. So the Supreme Court rules that the states can require Internet sales tax collection. So this should hurt Amazon. The ruling was a five to four. The Retail Industry Leaders Association said the court's decision would give every retailer the opportunity to compete on a level playing field without the government's thumb on the scale. So says uh, the information of South Dakota versus Wayfair, and it's uh, hurting Amazon ever, ever so slightly. I don't think that's that big of a story at this point in time. I will look into it, and in case it is, I will let you know. Um, So gold is hitting fresh 2018 year 18 lows on a year where a lot of people are nervous about the trade war. It's not holding up as a kind of a a, a bastion of safety. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. So the economic data that's out there right now shows us that the economy is not speeding up, but it's not slowing down either. So for me, it's very much a status quo. I know a lot of people uh, want to predict, you know, the death of a market. I'd be kind of cautious on that. So 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything you ever want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about Olive Garden. Yes, Olive Garden is publicly traded. We could talk about Howard Stern and Sears Satellite Radio. Yes, Howard Stern and Sears Satellite Radio are publicly traded. We could talk about Starbucks. We can talk about Venmo. We can talk about presidents. I'm always here. You can find me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.